Welcome back to Bursting the Bubble. I'm Raquel, and I'm here with... I'm Sydney. Hey, all. Um, and we're starting our first episode of our series for this semester. Um, we're joined by several seniors um, to talk about our first year experiences, and we're really excited to have them come speak with us. So I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Marilyn. I'm a senior here at Barry. Hi, I'm Ross Bryan. I'm also a senior here at Barry. Um, and what are your, uh, your majors and campus involvement? I am a double major in sociology and anthropology, as well as I have a minor in philosophy, and I'm a first year mentor. For the second time, I was a mentor last year. I am also the assistant coordinator for academic community engagement with Dr. Allred. I am a teacher's assistant at the CDC, and I'm also a Bonner Scholar and volunteer at Restoration Room. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we want to be Maryland. <laughs> I work um, for Dr. Taylor as an environmental science student, and um, I also help out as a Bonner Scholar over at the Recycling Center. Oh, nice. Are you all involved in any um, clubs on campus? I am part of Orgullo, and also just recently joined Unity. Oh, love that. I'm a part of BSA. Awesome groups. Love yeah. to see it. Yeah. Um, so... We um, wanted to put this episode together um, as seniors to kind of reflect back on our experiences and go like all the way back to freshman year. Um, and so we put together some questions to kind of like reflect on that. And one of them is like, what led you to Barry when you were a high school senior about to become a freshman? I think for me, the main reason I came here was probably the environment, mm -hmm. like just how many cows and deer <laughs> and everything there are here. Um, I, I think it's kind of weird that like people will come here and they'll be like, all right, I love this environment. I love like all the outside. And then like, they'll just kind of chill inside all day. Um, <laughs> but for me, you know, especially being an environmental studies student, that was like a main draw for coming here. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I think for me, I actually, the first time I visited this campus was my sophomore year of high school. I came here as part of the Hugh O'Brien Youth Leadership Program, and it was an overnight program, and I was here, and so I got to see a tidbit of what campus life was at that time, and it just felt really welcoming, mm -hmm. and I could see with the groups of people walking on campus how tight-knit they were and how welcoming they already were to mere high school sophomores, right. and I, it made me believe, well, if they're that considerate, and kind to just like random strangers visiting for one night. I can only imagine how that would develop were you to be accepted as a Berry College student. So from then I knew that this is the place where I needed to apply to. Right, yeah, I actually came as a sophomore too, and that's one thing that I noticed, that they were very friendly um, to sophomores in high school. Um, they were very welcoming and wanted to like genuinely get mm -hmm. to know you. Um, and I think it being like a small college also helped with that. Um, so that stuck out to me as well. I think when I was a senior, my main concerns were the opportunities that I'd get and like the people that I'd be around. After visiting Barry for the first time, I remember receiving a handwritten note from one of the seniors that I was able to sit down and talk to. And I think that was the main draw. I think Barry wanted me to come here. Um, and the people were, they talk about that meme that's like Chick-fil-A's customer service is always <laughs> like, and I feel like, I don't know if it's the one shape scholarship, but I definitely feel um, from the first time I stepped on campus kind of right at home and I know we kind of mentioned like the people being so close-knit mm -hmm. was something that drew us all here mm -hmm. do you think that that was your experience your freshman year 
I think no. And that's the mm-hmm. honest to God truth. Um, yeah. I think as high school seniors applying for colleges, we have these high expectations of what being a freshman year college student is going to look like. And then it's completely shatters us when it's a complete opposite of what we expected or the pictures that we painted in our head. It was very isolating for me the first few months. I It was difficult, like, finding friends, people to relate to. Um, and I, it felt very, like, ostracizing in a way. But slowly you kind of, like, find that balance between, like, your work, your school work, um, social life, and, like, you don't really have to work that hard like to find like your people it kind of just happens which yeah. you don't really like, realize it until you're like at D Hall with these like group of friends cutting up you know laughing and then you see it's been two hours and you're like oh guys maybe we should like go and do homework or something <laughs> so yeah it's definitely highs and lows and like definitely things unexpected that first mm-hmm. year was for sure surprising to say the least for you when you first got to campus. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Ross, did you experience the same thing or did you find your group quicker or did it take more time? Well, because of the Bonner Scholar Pro- Scholars Program, for me, like we came in with 19 other students. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, I was able to meet um, a lot of my classmates and a lot of my friends very early on. Mm-hmm. And I think realistically it was kind of hard to get away from them um, (laughs) and and get a moment to myself but Uh you know I I think that that was definitely a nice thing but in some ways it felt limiting because it felt like if you didn't know Bonner I I felt like a lot of people wouldn't want to always approach us Mm -hmm. and I think that eventually I had to find a way to break that that stigma um in order to really expand and kind of get to know my peers a little bit better um Marilyn and I were both Bonners, mm-hmm. but, um, and I think that we have a lot of Bonner friends overlapping, but I definitely remember, like, coming in and thinking, okay, like, so, okay, this is my Bonner friend, and then this is their roommate, and, you know, that makes, you know, 20 people become 40 people very, very quickly when you mm-hmm. have everybody's roommates come in, but sometimes it can be hard to have other people, you know, come into that fold, um, which I think can definitely help mm-hmm. in that isolation that Marilyn was talking about. I think that there are a lot of places for you to kind of get your fold here. Um, but for me, that was my experience. I, I had a lot of people who were there very early on, but I know that that wasn't true for everybody. Oh, yeah, that's really good. I know that, like, when I came as a freshman, I kind of felt like Marilyn in the sense. Like, I mean, I've been a commuter all four years, so that kind of makes things <laughs> a little bit different. Um, I feel like you have to try a little bit harder. Um, and I'm naturally, like, introverted, so that was a bit of a challenge. But I do think that, like, eventually you do find your people, um, maybe not in spaces that you thought you would originally. Like, I know when I started, I like, at SOAR, I saw all of these, like, huge groups of people coming together. Um, and I was like, you know... Like, where is that for me? Like, it's it was really interesting, but it did feel very isolating. Um, but I think in the end, like, I did find, like, some of the best people in the world here in Rome, Georgia. Like, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> but um, with the transition to college, do you believe that um, first-year experiences such as Viking Venture and SOAR helped you fill a part of the barrier bubble? I, th- I think in some ways, yes. Um, I think that coming in and just having all these other students who's like, 
hey, wh- where's Krenner? You know, mm-hmm. where, where's Mac? Mm-hmm. Well, McAllister. Like, we didn't even call it Mac back then. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <I'm so green. laughs> you know, I, I, I think that there's definitely a beautiful nostalgia to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but do I, I mean, do I talk to a lot of the people that I was with for SOAR? Not as much. I think that you you meet, like, maybe one or two friends mm-hmm. that you might carry along. Um, but I do think that it, it is a good kind of way to get started if you meet the right people early. I think, like, uh, things such as, like, SOAR and, like, Viking Venture, all the orientation that freshmen have to go through, I think it's really a hit or miss for each individual freshman because I know for me, I enjoyed it in some ways and that I knew I had things to do during that day, so I wasn't just like left alone in my dorm room mm-hmm. wondering like what I could do because you have this newfound freedom. Like you don't have to ask your parents to That's go anywhere yeah. anymore, but then you're like, well, I don't have anyone to do that with. Um, but as you mentioned, like being introverted, and I was very introverted as a freshman, I didn't feel like I had to be forced to go somewhere. Um, or forced to like make friends because I feel like even though that's not necessarily stated directly that's definitely implied of like the reason we have these orientations set up is so that you make friends before the start of classes and I feel like that can be really overwhelming for a recent high school graduate like going into a new (laughs) school especially if you're from New York which a lot of people a lot of freshmen now that I've met are from like way up north and so Mm. I I can see how it can be good for some people, especially if you're, like, the extroverted type. But in other ways, I think it can also be really, like, scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, But I do understand, like, th- what Barry is trying to do with these types of orientation programs to kind of break out of your shell a little bit. And in some ways, I did because um, I was, you know, kind of led to talk to people and led to kind of be out of my comfort zone, which did help some people. And, you know, I went through that again two more times as a first-year mentor, so I got to see it as an upperclassman. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, like, changed the curriculum of how SOAR and Viking Venture work. And so I think it's gotten a lot better in terms of people don't feel the need to kind of put themselves out there right away. Like, it's okay if you're still quiet and kind of to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because later on, as soon as the semester actually starts, I've seen my students, like, form those friendships on their own right. without the um, need of doing forced things on a schedule. Mm-hmm. So... I'm sure your freshmen are grateful to have your insight and your specific perspective on that. I think there are a lot of people that are really, really thankful that you're there mm-hmm. and like kind of giving them the guide, the, this guidance. I know my freshman year was jarring. I think I look back at my freshman year friend groups and my friend groups as a senior, and I see very little overlap. And I think that's okay. I think my freshman year, I was still kind of trying to figure out who I am. And I think throughout the years, as I've changed, my friend groups have mirrored that. But I think... The first three days of Viking Venture and even SOAR, I definitely did not have a place here. Um, and I'd look around and I'd see people from like their scholarship have pretty tight right. bonds. And I'd mm-hmm. see um, people who knew each other before college have tight mm-hmm. bonds. But I also found myself kind of alone and wanting to stop myself from being lonely or like pining after friendships that weren't really there. I kind of got like content with being like by myself and everything. And I think that kind of led to me sorry I'm trying to gather my thoughts <laughs> I had it and then it went out the window um sorry y'all it's the end of the day but I think definitely my freshman year um my friend groups do not look the same as I did now and I think that 
although Viking Venture did kind of help me get my feet in the water and like force you to be extroverted, you know, the name, major, where you're from, fun fact kind of thing we always have to look back on. Um, my friend groups have changed, I think, sometimes for the better. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel that way. Um, I thought that like I was going to make like a lot of friends initially because that's kind of like what's like portrayed like, you know, like these are why we're having these things in a sense. So, but I did feel that pressure. Um, and again, being like introverted, I was like, okay, like what am I doing wrong? So I took it like more like personally. Um, and I think at the same time, like as a senior now, like I feel like I've grown a lot more um, and feeling like more comfortable just being like independent and doing my own thing. But at the same time, like I did meet those people, um, but not necessarily like through SOAR or Viking Venture. It was more through like things that I was interested in and I saw that other people were interested in as well. Um, and just seeing like, people passionate about certain things on campus, um, it's really inspiring and you want to get to know these people and connect with them. Um, what resources did you find most valuable your freshman year? I think the most useful resource back then was utilizing the programs that KCAB would put on. Um, and Because I, th I think for me, at least as a freshman, you know, Viking Venture and all that, that kind of put the culture of like, okay, so we're going to get out of our room mm -hmm. and then this is the thing we have to do. We don't have to be there forever, you know, just, just for a little while. Um, and so like going to Crandard events, especially as like a freshman, you know, I came in without a car. So it's like, oh, they have free food at this event? Huh. All right, cool. We're going to, you know, <laughs> right, you want to hit that? All right, cool. You know, we go there and we're weaving with you know, a box or two. No, right. That comes out of tuition. Right. You know, doing, <laughs> right. That doing activity a, fee. Doing grocery shopping. <laughs> right. And so that, that's kind of how it started is just, yeah. you know, hey, you guys want to go grocery shopping? And it's like, where are we going? Craner. <laughs> right. It's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Right, let's go, let's go. You know, and I, I think that for me that, that kind of started a lot of bonds is because, you know, you're over by the table trying to get, <laughs> you know, a third drink or, you know, another bag of chips or whatever. And like you see somebody else, and it's like you too. It's like we're paying for it. We're paying right. for it. You know? Right. <laughs> see, and I didn't know that until like this year that we paid for that. So mm -hmm. catch me at every event, just sliding the whole table. Like, I'm God. sure that some upperclassman too was like the first person who I saw it from, and I was like, "What? We, we're paying for this?" You know, like, and then very quickly kind of finding my groove. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it was use, utilizing, like, um, the academic, like, success center, like, the mm -hmm. writing center, just, like, these scholastic resources, because as a freshman, I came in as an animal science major, mm -hmm. and probably, horrible mistake, first of all. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Yeah. Not for me. I know there are some people who are killing it being on the pre-vet track, but... I was struggling with Dr. Gallagher's intro to animal science, and then I thankfully did not have to take cell bio. I don't oh know how yeah. I did not end up in that class, but I did not. Um, had to take um, world history since Ooh. 1550, and that kicked my butt. <laughs> I so it was Dr. So it was a rude awakening, a rude awakening. So I was like, oh, how do I, you know, get my grades up into like academic success center? And also like, um, my first year mentor as well. Like she provided us with all these resources as a mentor is supposed to do, like writing them down, like when you can go and do this. So I like got tutoring, and then, you know, my grades started to slightly improve. Um, and then just like 
especially like the stall wall that's something that like you see it's such a like mediocre it seems like so small you know no, but like, that's like, really like <laughs> that's where you know like everything is happening right, when right. it's happening and so like seeing like all these events and especially like hours of when the asc is doing something mm-hmm. you know like they do like their pop-in things where it's like a lot of popcorn lollipops like blow pops things like that and it just really helped me utilize those kinds of resources and naturally like that's something that I could give to somebody else who might be struggling like oh I just came from tutoring from this is this and so it obviously used to be in um in Evans and now it's in um the commons in the library so like that's a big difference but it's still the same ASC that I utilized when I was a freshman and so I think that really helped me feel more confident the fact that like I kind of was grabbing the reins of like my academic career and then which um, lifted a lot of stress off my shoulders, which allowed me to gear my focus toward like, towards like other things, like social life and right. things like that. Yeah. I'm so mm-hmm. glad you figured that out. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm glad you figured that out sooner rather than later. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I feel like my freshman year, my main resource when it came to friends was like my lacrosse team, and I think mm-hmm. those are the people that I clicked with really, really early on. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back to my store group, even my BCC 100 class, I don't talk to those people as much as I do my lacrosse like teammates and everything, and I think that was the space where I really kind of found my tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was the one space where I felt my most authentic self. Um, a couple weeks ago, Raquel and I talked about performance theory and the fact that, you know, Researchers believe like a lot of the time we are having to essentially put on a show a lot of the time um, that a lot of stress we cause ourselves is from expectations that other people have for us um, in the sense that, you know, I'm the comic relief, I have to be the funny friend, but if I'm having a bad day, will I still be taken seriously? Or Mm -hmm. I'm the mom friend, or I'm like my team's top scorer, and if I don't fill that role, can I still, Mm -hmm. like, do I still retain my value and everything? Mm -hmm. And I think that was my most authentic self. I feel like in a lot of other spaces, friend groups that I'm no longer a part of, I was like the black friend, or I had to be the friend that always talked about like hip hop or something like Mm -hmm. that, or they expected, you know, had certain expectations of me that I didn't really truly see myself in. And I think, over the years, I've let that go, and now that I understand I, you know, as an older, wiser, better, stronger, faster 21-year-old now, I'm not as worried about, um, oh, I have to put myself out there. It's important for other people to, you know, know me the way that I know myself. Now I think I can just live authentically, and I kind of attract the people that want to be around right. me, and vice versa. I think the main advice I would give to my freshman yourself is worry less about other people and more about myself in the sense that I found myself in a lot of spaces where um, other people would kind of expect me to be and as a result I wasted a lot of time um, worrying about things that I needed to not have any control over. I think it wasn't until sophomore year that I came out to my friends because I was so kind of worried like oh I need to be the fairy girl in the sense that I need to be Um, kind of what others expect me to be and when you come from high school to a place that is that has stronger religious affiliations Mm -hmm. to a smaller school it's kind of nerve-wracking to you know show your show your most vulnerable self Mm -hmm. so I think out of survival I kind of adapted to to kind of hide layers of myself but now now I've got friends that love me for who I am and I'm not worried about you know trying to be yeah trying to be anybody else you know I love that the growth and and I, I really that's why I really like wanted to put this episode together for seniors just to like have that reflection um, 
and like seeing how far we've come like from our freshman selves. Um, and so I guess like my next question would be, um, what advice would you give to freshmen who are having a difficult time adjusting to being at a PWI? I, I think one of the biggest things is plug into those groups early. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that we talk enough about all the good that's happening in the groups here on campus. Um, I definitely think that that's one thing that I overlooked for most of my Barry career, um, just because I had Bonner and I thought I was too busy to be around. Um, but there's cer- certainly plenty of times where it's like I wasn't plugged into BSA as much as I should have been. And there was this stuff that was going on. Um, you know, and it's like they're only, if you are, a, you know, a student of color, sometimes you can't have anybody else that's going to relate to what you're going through right. other than those groups. And so I think that that's really important. Now, me, you know, outside of the established student groups, I still had my pockets and I still had, like, my close friends who had similar backgrounds as me. So I was able to get by. But if you can't find that, I think you have to plug into these groups. Right. I know, Marilyn, you mentioned you're part of Unity this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, spaces for intersectionality Ooh. are rare on campus. Yeah. And I'm glad that Unity now exists because it's one of the more welcoming places. It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a this is a woman's issue, take that somewhere else kind of thing, or this, yeah. is, a, this is a black issue, take that somewhere else kind <clears throat> of thing. So I am glad that that exists. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think similar to Ross, like, my freshman year, I feel like freshmen don't really, like, automatically think, like, the importance of what it means to, like, plug yourself into mm-hmm. these different organizations that are meant for POCs. Um, but also I would tell them, like, there's no, like, set time limit. Of course, like, there's four years, and four years seems like a long time, but then others think it's not a long time at all. And, like, I will admit, like, my senior year, like, this year is the first time I've actually been, like, as involved as I've ever been the last three years with, like, Orgullo, and, like, mm-hmm. I just joined Unity this semester, um, and Listen as well. And so I, I feel like myself, personally, I was like, I'm running out of time. Like, I feel like I should have done more, like, these last three years and like no that's not the case like you're you're doing it now and I think that's what matters but definitely like if you have the chance to like plug yourself into these groups like Ross was saying then definitely do it um because it's really hard I mean my freshman year like our freshman year like we hardly saw any persons of colors like I hardly saw many Hispanic or Latinx individuals that um walking on the sidewalks or like um, and especially now, I, no- I noticed the huge influx of Asian American students that we're having. And I keep talking to some of my friends. I'm like, you know, there's the potential of in the future, hopefully, establishing an Asian American student association here. Because that's something that would honestly be wonderful to see on top of, like, our other diverse groups that we have on campus. Um, which I'm really thankful for, you know, having such a large freshman class. And it's like, freshmen are focused on like, you know, oh, the freedom and, you know, the academics, like what our future's gonna look like these next four years. And so I think like having the intersectionality like conversation and like understanding that we're a predominantly white institution, that's not the first thing that comes across to their mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's another thing I tell them is like, kind of take a step back and kind of like look in your surrounding and see like, what do you wanna see the next four years here at Barry, especially being a person of color um, especially if you are, you know, talking about intersectionality, like um, me being a Hispanic woman, just a woman in general, and also right. being queer, um, 
like kind of finding these groups of people that you can relate to because in Orgullo we talk a lot about how it's nice to just walk in a room you see people that look like you right and that's really nice people that speak the same like a different language as you like Spanish um or other different kinds of language and so I think just like really understanding the importance of building those kinds of relationships and growing that group of people because of course I have my bestest friends you know who aren't persons of colors in there and so there's wonderful people but then I also have my group of people who are Latinx and Hispanic where I'm like oh yes you know you can talk in Spanish to one another and then kind of relate to just things that you know people who aren't person of color wouldn't understand and mm-hmm. so I think that's what's really important as a freshman to kind of know just like don't be afraid to put yourself out there and join these groups um you don't have to go to every single thing that's right. another thing you don't have to go to every single event like it's okay they won't forget about you um but just try it out because it's nice to have people to relate to and just talk and vent yeah for sure that's one thing I will give berries the people here mm-hmm. um and plugging into those communities um although that like we push for change and we want like more like of a different culture like having that support is almost like a comfort in a way um, and just seeing people that are going to relate to you on a different level um, it really does connect you with them a lot better mm-hmm. um, and I guess my last question would be um, if you could tell your freshman self something as a senior now what would it be? Girl delete Tinder first because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like freshman year look, okay, look I feel like freshman year me, I was worried about everybody else except for me and I think that kind of led me astray and I think that I had found myself in situations where you know the me who I am now does not belong um so I think worrying less about other people but only worrying about me mm-hmm. I think for me the biggest thing was probably like I would try to plug into my mentors quicker and see like what do they have like what are projects that I could probably help finish or help start um because now you know I'm working on this film with Dr. Campbell Everyone's also worked on this film, and it's like I'm graduating early, so I'm not even gonna be able to get to see it getting done. You know, um, it'll give me a reason to come back. But yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, man, I wish I just tapped in earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know you were graduating early, so I'm kind of sad now. But, <laughs> well. <laughs> but I think I would definitely tell myself, you're gonna, you're gonna find your place, because as a freshman, like both semesters I was thinking about transferring and I was just like it wasn't even about like fitting in but I was just like I just don't think that I'm gonna make a name for myself here or like accomplish what I want to accomplish and I would just tell myself you're gonna find your place don't worry about making a name for yourself worry about making yourself proud yeah and that's exactly like what I've done like I've I look back at like the three years and of course like college is a bunch of highs and lows um, and that's going to be different across all people but I am definitely, if I would say I am proud of myself, like looking back at everything that I've done and like where I'm at right now, like I'm really proud of like the person that I've become and like being comfortable in like my own skin um, and finally accepting like the intersectionality aspect too because for a long time I struggled you know like being a person of color and then even now like coming out as queer and you know just finally 
being comfortable in my own skin and being proud of like everything I've accomplished and also being proud of the impact that I've probably made on others and I might not even know that but like other people might know they're like oh yeah you did this for me and like just knowing that I can be the best version of myself that I can be and being satisfied with that and I for sure am so that's what I would tell myself because I know as a freshman I was so scared (laughs) I was scared but now looking at how far I've come I can say that I am proud yeah I love that that's like so powerful like and definitely as a freshman like I remember like I was like that like I would probably tell myself like it's gonna be okay um, because I remember feeling like all of the pressure of not only starting college but figuring out who I was um, and now looking back on it it's like you look at all of the things you've done and like you are proud of yourself at the end of the day um, even beyond academics or a GPA or what you're doing after you graduate like knowing that you're proud of yourself um, and the growth that you've achieved and the people you've gotten to meet and inspire and impact um, that's definitely something I would take away too if anything Mm -hmm. um, by graduating Um, but I think that that wraps us up Um, thank you both for joining us Um, I'm really glad we got to put this together and I can't wait to see what the juniors sophomores and freshmen (laughs) say um, to see how their experiences went um, and just to kind of reflect um, Mm -hmm. and hopefully like we can all look at that and connect better together but i really appreciate you all joining us and it was thank you for having us yeah it was great to hear from you guys but thank you